Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out, with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, what is band? Uh, re- recording in progress. Okay. Ahoy! Ahoy! Hello! Now you all are all so loud. Oh no. Oh, you're welcome. It's fine. No, no, you're, you're, you're really loud. Okay. We're just trying to vibe. I'm just always really loud. That's what my kids tell me all the time. Like, why are well, you so loud? Like, because I have to be louder than you. Boom. Exactly. I win. Stop it. Somebody, somebody has to be. Okay. I, uh, I did <laughs> it's the going to be me. did the very technical solution of uh, turning it off and back on again. So here we oh, go. yes. Say, like, did you plug it? Did you plug, uh, unturn it and plug it back in? I feel like that's what the tried and true methodology. <laughs> well, I realized I had, um, yeah, so I had a, uh, I had a remote recording lead, uh, recently, uh, and I had to, uh, take my setup with me to a new location. And, um, I the guess it, yeah, it the, the did basement. not, yeah, so. yeah no, uh, it was, uh, someone else's house. Uh, it did not, did not make the transition well. So, uh, apparently. I need to get a better, a much, much better mobile recording setup. Uh, you know, these things are, it's fine. Everything's good. fine. It's okay. good. It's fine. Said. It's fine. I just want to know if uh, y'all are ready for 311. That's all I really want to know today. <sighs> Boom. Got him. There's a mess. <laughs> Happy March 11th, everybody. Happy March 311 day. Going, <laughs> going, down. going down. I had that realization this afternoon, and so I've been listening to 311 all day. And Susan's like, what is this? And I was like, it's the most 90s thing in the world. You would hate it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. it I was like, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, I will say, we have had this discussion on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before it's true uh, it's great i will send you in our uh <laughs> text channel uh, i want to send you the exact episode but i will send you mm. to uh uh the only two uh 311 uh songs that anybody actually knows uh amber and down um <laughs> ah that's no people know uh th- Lots of other ones. No, people know don't. Come Original. That's oh, okay. a good well, one. They know Come Original. Okay, fine. Right? Okay. People also know uh, the name. I can't remember the... No. Yeah, Down is the other one that Down, everyone knows. When it was March 6th, no one wanted... No one shouted 3-6 Mafia, but here we are. Oh, that's true. Flowing. People okay. know Flowing, too. They don't know what's called Flowing, but they... Whenever you play it, they're like, oh, yeah, I know this song. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Well, you have had a uh, a productive day then. Sounds like, yeah, definitely playing video games, well, making sure my online classes are going. <coughs> oh yes. For all the we we uh, we totally should have been in school today. Shh, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. okay, so it's not just me. <laughs> so uh, uh, there's no snow on the road. It's okay. It's okay. No, it was. <coughs> It was weird. So, did you guys get any snow? Or how much snow? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay, you got snow. An inch of snow, maybe. We, we got so it. I will say this morning from about five o'clock up until about like eight o'clock, it was snowing, um, like a good significant amount of snow. But then, like the moment nine o'clock hit, it's like stopped snowing. 
Hmm. Um, yeah. It was like and, really cold. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And like I the roads, the highways were pretty atrocious this morning. Shelby had had to go to work, which I didn't have to. <laughs> um nice. she said like there was like five wrecks like on the way just to her work and she only has to travel about like twenty five minutes. Eek. And and so put that for, into perspective of how far I have to drive. Um, would have been absolutely horrible. Um, so and then like yeah, by noon everything was pretty much melting, but it was still cold, but like cloudy. But like the the road was like clear. I was like I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I see how like maybe they could be like, oh yeah, getting kids on the bus would be bad news. But that that was my <laughs> thought because I would have one hundred percent had to drive that bus. And those back roads, um, the last time it snowed, were still snowy, um, like, two weeks later. Yeah. Mm. And I thought that's one of those dirt roads where I'm like, ooh, yeah, those roads are past. Yeah. I also feel like part of our decision is we have these, like, AMI day things now, right? That we have, we have six that we get to use as, like, virtual days that count as real-life yeah. school days. And so we still have three left. And so I think you're just like, yeah, use one. It's fine. Who cares? I think that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Which like part of me is like, okay, fine, whatever. But also part of me is like, I'm still behind now. Cause like, yeah, I'm not allowed to teach new things. I mean, obviously that makes, you know, that would be weird. Like on these days that we're off, like <clears throat> I can't like teach things. So I'm still yeah. behind. Mm-hmm. So like, now I got to deal with having everybody turn all their junk in again, which is which is always fun. Yeah, because you know, sixth graders and turning things in is like not a thing that happens. Uh, so like, <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would it be? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> on the one hand, like I don't care. We weren't in school. Like, oh no, I got to stay home all day and play Elden Ring. Oh, well, so sad. Oh. Uh, but like, <laughs> but like, it's just kind of annoying because I'm behind. And like now I have to do a bunch of junk to get made up and everything. So I, I I will say the last two times, two or three times I've I've wanted to have a test, it snowed or we've had to cancel because we haven't had electricity or um the Wi-Fi and electricity went out. So the the past two or three times I've wanted like, all right guys, we're gonna have a test this day. Like, oh due to inclement weather, we're closing. <laughs> Just kidding. So all of our kids, my, my kids are like, so are we done taking tests for the year? I'm like, it, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, little bitter about it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We were, yeah, we were supposed to present today. We have some pretty Thanks. excellent presentations trying to happen in science today, but uh, no. Not so much. Severe, severe weather presentations. Uh, ironically, some of them were snowstorms. Um, so you know, it's fine. Um, well, first-hand <laughs> learning experience. Yeah, it's really just first-hand knowledge, right? You just look out look the window. Okay, there's my presentation. Thank you. Thank you for attending. <laughs> 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 so you know, that could work, but. <clears throat> But yeah, we were supposed to present today. So now it's one of those things like, okay, well, I can't present Monday because 
I mean, maybe I could present Monday. Maybe. But like, because Monday, our Mondays are, we have that late start thing. So our Mondays are like shorter time periods. So I think there's enough time. Probably. But like our class periods are shorter on Mondays. Because we we don't start till nine. Right. Because we have like, every Monday like, is like, PD meetings, right? So, oh, <clears throat> I got where we talk about vertically aligning curriculum and all kinds of other. Actually, we don't talk about that. They keep messing up and like making us talk about other junk. It's like, oh. no, I need to talk about this. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually kind of important, guys. I need to talk to the fifth graders about science. Okay, I have to do that. Just <clears throat> do it. They're like, no, we have to do this today. Like. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you actually want to but, get work done. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. One of those guys. So, like, that's where I'm at. Now I'm stuck because, like, my afternoon class is fine. Whatever. I'm still going to... I'm finishing the second half of a video. Oh, no. I can do that any day. But, like... <laughs> can I have enough... Is there enough time to do presentations Monday? Ugh. But yeah. also... Now they haven't seen their presentation in three days. Mm. So I don't want to present Monday. I would rather just kind of start the little next section of notes, right? And then take a break and then do presentations and then just go back to the notes, you know? Right. Sure. Like flip back over. That's probably what I'm going to do because we got to start talking about temperature and light dun 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 which means it's part oh got another video coming up then That's, okay sorry plenty of things in my head all right <clears throat> back on so yeah, you see snow days these ami days are like oh yeah we don't actually miss a day like we totally miss a day now i'm all confuzzled right i don't know what to do yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't my miss timeline a day. is messed up yeah we don't miss a day in as much as we actually still miss a day <laughs> exactly right so, yeah <laughs> And now I have to chase all this work down. Uh, Although I looked at it a little while ago and a bunch of it's done. So like, that's fine. Oh, well, look at like that. the first, the first time that we did it, right? Like the, the last time we had the three days in a row. And that was the first time ever we had these virtual days where we had to use the thing. Mm-hmm. Like the next day back was an absolute disaster. <laughs> no. Like trying to get stuff in, like the kids didn't know what to do with it. They're all like messed up. Like, the math teacher, she just like, she just took the whole day to just like get it collected and make all the kids that didn't do it or couldn't figure it out like, oh whoa, just didn't, just didn't class like and just like, <laughs> so it was really like a wasted day for them. Wow, because <clears throat> some of the kids, right? This is the this was the first time ever they'd been held responsible for things on a day off, so like oh, right. <laughs> they were kind of like. Mm. What are you? What are you doing no. now? Right. <laughs> yeah. So some of them were like, "Well, what if I don't?" And they found out. Oh, okay. Well, then I just have to sit here and do it like in the middle of class, right? Mm-hmm. And again, some of the other kids that have that like that mindset of like, "I don't get it. I'm just gonna not do it." Sure. Right. And especially with like we talked about other things, but like they did that with my science one. Like, it, all the science one was like read a thing do some answers. Was it about independent and dependent variables? Yes. Is that a tricky thing? Yes. 
did I say repeatedly, I literally don't care if you get it right or not. I want you to put what your best answer is. <laughs> yes. Yes. And did they do it? No. <laughs> now, a lot of them did do it right. But like <clears throat> several of them like, well, I didn't know what to do. I was like, you just put there's a whole thing. I put a thing right here. Look, there's a thing. Did you read this direction page? The one where I defined what those things mean and gave you examples of them and then gave you just a few practice questions about choosing them from a experiment. No, you did it. Did you? Ah. <laughs> so sorry. Grr. <clears throat> oh, well. It'll be fine. Will it? I mean, yeah. It's, it's all right. I don't care. And parent-teacher conferences are on Monday. So if it wasn't fine, guess what? I get to talk to them and say, yeah. hey, hey, let me tell you about how not fine it is. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So. Yeah. It's been my week. Yeah. Dealing got, with that. We got, I can't, I can't, I can't beat that. We got uh, eight inches of snow. Oh, Susan is so mad right now. Like <laughs> it was pretty insane. Uh, we went from basically roads. So seriously, yesterday at oh, I don't know, uh, uh, five o'clock, things were totally fine. Like no issues on the roads. And then over there, like after about like thirty minutes, it was like oh, things are a little iffy by seven o'clock. Uh, oh no 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 no! At six o'clock, things were totally fine because I was still I still needed to drive around. Six o'clock, things totally fine. By seven o'clock, things not fine. I was behind. Uh, a, <laughs> so uh, unfine. <laughs> it was yeah. It was very opposite of fine. I was uh, behind a, um, a Mustang at a stoplight, and he could Uh-oh. not go. He could Uh-oh. not go at all. Like there was just there was literally no going. Uh, no going forward. Uh, the coefficient of friction was. Um, very uh, <laughs> and they was it was approaching zero as asymptotically as approaching zero and uh, they <laughs> was just like well and like, within 30 minutes people were spun out all over the roads uh it was just deteriorating it was like I like felt like a legitimate blizzard coming in and then we woke up to eight inches of snow this morning and then it but it was the lightest of snow it was it was yeah that's it was, true it was weird about how quickly powder bro yeah yeah no it's bra shred (laughs) and it just completely disappeared um and then all the roads are perfectly perfectly fine um so much so that uh lillian's school had canceled today as everyone else did but then by this afternoon they were like well the Mother Son Dance is still on for today because the roads are okay. <laughs> which I thought was like, a, which I thought was pretty funny. It was like, oh, right. <laughs> that is kind of funny, actually. Like, uh, well, you know, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> they did. They were like, the roads are clear. The parking lot has no snow in it. You may still come to the dance tonight. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, no. Nice. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I was curious about that because the road temperatures are so high. Because it's been warm. 
So, yeah. Oh, well. Again, I don't care. I played video games all day long. Definitely. So, it's fine. It worked out. My two, I've had two very contrasting video game experiences lately. Oh. Yes. So, I I played before this one. Here's video game review corner. There you go. Um, I was playing, like, I just was like, oh, I'm going to play this game. I heard it was kind of okay. I played the game called Lost Judgment. Okay. Which is like, uh, it's apparently, I didn't know, it's a sequel to something else. Oh, well. Um, I'm not a person that really cares about that. Like, it didn't affect enough of the thing to, like, be matter. Right. Um, But it's apparently like a spinoff of like the Yakuza series, of which I have played wow. zero games. So now I'm like, oh man, this game is fantastic. But it's like very story y, right? Like lots of talking. It's like a mystery, like a, like, right? It's like a, you're like a detective, right? <clears throat> which not enough detective games. I'm going to say that right now. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, without going into too much detail here, it's like you're a detective and you're trying to solve this like really big convoluted, crazy mystery story. And so it's like super story heavy. Right. Uh-huh. And there's all these like fun, like arcadey things, whatever. So I beat that. And now I'm playing Elden ring, which is like the exact opposite. You're like, there's a story kind of somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> if I read this item description and that item description and that one, but the combat's really fun. So like, it's gorgeous, but like these very contrasting styles here, <laughs> which is sure. weird because one of them is like a RPG game, right? So it's like there should be a story here somewhere, but like as far as I know, it's just like I need to find these pieces of a thing and then do something. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, go wander around there. and not die. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's very contrasting styles. I find it very interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of like ping ponging back and forth. Yeah. Super dialogue heavy, super cutscene super like really crazy story to like, yep. Go that way. Kind of. Duh. Maybe. Maybe. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's all i've been doing i did i did actually i did actually go play music with people for real life in person it was really weird i did not understand i was like well how does this work how do (laughs) what is banned what is banned how does work what are you guys doing what is what is other people it's very strange that was a good time it was a very uh very interesting. Very, it was fun to actually do that again. It's like, oh wow, yeah. Look, people and loud noises, hooray! <laughs> this was uh, your your critics uh, gave you uh, two two thumbs up uh, on on listening uh, to you. Oh, did, yeah, I was kind of mad at him for doing that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> good uh and this actually 
um, is is a question that I wanted to to approach uh, you with, and I think maybe a point of general discussion, unless Aaron wants to throw something else in here. Um, why do you play music? Oh dear. Um. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know the answer. Uh, it's just sort of fun, right? Like, that's really kind of the only answer that I have. I don't have, like, a deep, like, oh, man, I just expressed my... No, it's just fun. Like, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I... <laughs> well, no, I was... um Because I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I know, like, like I... Like, we all were in band. Like, we all had this music connection and like but you have continued to play music like a lot um i know you will say oh not so much whatever but like that's much, true but like <laughs> much more much Lovely more Brandon, than, yeah much more uh, than, yeah i would say that you're right that's like, <laughs> see see it's like i anyway um of like <laughs> like you've you've kept at it you've continued to do it uh and so i was just kind of curious like what you know and so you say it being fun, it's a it's a way to do some new stuff and to to like step back and, and enjoy because it is enjoyable to you basically. Yeah, I think that's the big reason. It's just very enjoyable. It's kind of like, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> part of it's like the challenge of like trying to figure things out and like learning new things, right? Just kind of that like continual learning process. I find enjoyable, right? Like, uh kind of continuing to get better like learning new things learning new bits and pieces of like music theory because my music theory is like really bad and like <clears throat> like oh these are other kinds of styles or this is like different chord shapes or whatever right like all those like little pieces to like make things sound more interesting is just it's fun mm. so like <clears throat> i just i just find uh, it's just fun to do that, right? And it gets frustrating sometimes when you're not like progressing very much or like stuck or whatever. But like, I just think it's fun, kind of. <clears throat> like, I don't take it like really seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been a person. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to like practice and I have to like improve and I have to get to this level. I'm just like, nah, I'm just having fun. <laughs> like, I just really want to make this sound. Like, I like this sound. I get, I get. I do have like a thing with sounds though, right? Like <clears throat> there I get like uh there are certain sounds I just really like and they're kind of almost addicting to hear. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like oh I just really like this certain sound or this certain like tone or whatever it is like that I get stuck on. Like I just really like it and then I kind of feed on that too to some extent like i like those interesting sounds <clears throat> and i like to try to think about like other sounds that would make things like sound better you know because especially when you think about like a band context uh you have to sound kind of in a certain way otherwise you can't be heard in like a traditional guitar band context right right if you are, because we play with, uh, right, there's a guitar player and another bass, there's another guitar player, a bass player, a keyboard player, right? So, like, 
if you just all play the same thing, you you just sound like the same. You know what I mean? And that's boring. So like, (laughs) you get lost. It just sort of sounds like mush. You know? So I try to think about like to think about sound in a way that like kind of almost like this is going to sound really cliche and weird, but like painting kind of, you know, like what stands out here? How do you blend this together there to make it sound good together? But then how do you stand out in this part so that it sounds interesting? Because if you really like listen to songs, uh, even like on the radio, the reason that they're on the radio is because they are produced like immaculately and they sound really good. And there are these like little things that are happening that you don't like, consciously pay attention to the first time you hear them you know you're just like i this song is really catchy and i don't know why but if you like uh-huh. really kind of concentrate on it and listen to the details there's these like little melodic things that happen or like these really strange sounds that are kind of in the background you know that are bolstering everything and making it sound bigger than it actually is <clears throat> so that kind of like audio way of thinking about it i I just find it really fascinating and i think it's my the fact that i like certain sounds i get stuck on that and i want to make them right i think that's the other (laughs) other than it's being fun there's this like so there's like the it's really fun part i Uh like the fun funness but then i also like making interesting sounds like as weird and generic as that kind of seems like I find that really enjoyable just because I like sure. I just like certain sounds. I don't know why that is. It seems kind of weird when I say it out loud like this. But <laughs> well, I think I totally agree. Uh, so I will say that there is a um a phenomenon and I don't know if this has happened to like you Aaron um where like you listen to a sound uh music, a uh, song and as Brandon was saying like you listen to it the first time and you're like, "Oh, okay, that's kind of cool." And then I do go back and listen to some a lot. And I will say for me, I'd like to get Aaron's thoughts on this, that what stands out to me the vast majority of time, once I start listening to something of a song that I really like is it has a good baseline, um, like a good bass that in the background that like, if you just are you know taking a cursory, listen to it, you don't really, it doesn't stand out to you. But as soon as you start, intentionally listening for different aspects of it. It's like, oh, no, that's why I like this song. So I don't know, Aaron, if you've had that same experience, too. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Unless um, that, unless that band is 311, and then that bass is, like, all up in, bam! All right, in the, right in the front. Sorry, Aaron, go ahead. <laughs> I think... Hmm. I kind of take it out as kind of like a two-part thing with music. So, on one end, I really like um, more like vocal music when there's like no, no instrumental, like, you know, choir based music, you know, um, maybe piano, but like for some reason there's nothing beats like an all like male choir just because you get a wide range of like bass, tenor, like everything in between. And for some reason, I really love it when, you know, choirs like that create kind of like an overtone where like it's just something that's just like ah that's really nice and relaxing thank you i needed that um 
with more instrumental music, um, for me, it's kind of like, what's the best way to describe it? Yeah, the same kind of thing with those overtones. Like, I love listening to DCI, you know, things when they, when they do the warm-up. Hearing it, something about just, like, hearing it is just, like, nice. Like, that was, like, really nice. Um, <clears throat> as, I was saying, like that marching snare drum sound. That is on the list of my one of my favorite sounds ever. Um, that like just oh no. that my crack. Oh my god! Oh my god! The, one of my um, I'm going to completely forget his name. Um, but the drummer from the Foo Fighters, uh, Dave Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. So he talks about a thing where it's like, like listening to a drummer. Um, they like they have their own, like you know, all the drummers are same or all the drummers are different, and like you can listen to certain. Like, like certain drummers play the same song, but they make it their own, and how just like how unique and diverse that is. But like, there's some songs that the like, just like, yo, that's okay. I can I can get behind that, and I can feel that. And so, like, listening to music in, in those kind of two aspects are are, are kind of there for me. I, I don't really, I can't really fully explain it because I something I never really thought about before. But there, there's something of like when you're just listening to it, and you're like. Hey, that's like that's like really clean. Thank you, thank you for being awesome. <laughs> yeah, and what I think is interesting about that is hearing you know the you know Brandon, you're going, I, I I have that, but then there's this extra step of going now. I want to I want to make that or I want to do that, and and I want to to try my hand at that. So is it is it the I want to see is it. Like, other than the personal gratifying to it, is there an aspect of do of, of that challenge of of making something that you like and trying to figure out exactly all the pieces that are put together? Because I imagine it's kind of like America's Test Kitchen of they're like, this is how we make the perfect recipe, and it's like part of it is they want to nail that taste or nail that texture of the food in a different way, or trying to 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 make that recipe on the back end. But yeah, definitely. I think because, uh, <clears throat> like, when you're thinking about playing music, there is like a there's this problem that you have, right? Like you have, and it's kind of the same with every instrument, right? Like uh, drums, I know do this too. Like, there's like this sound that is in your head. Mm-hmm. right and then you've got to figure out how to make it and it can be like absolutely yeah. maddening because sometimes you need like a certain thing or like a certain effect pedal or like a you know, certain type of drum right or a certain drum head or so right like because there's all these like infinite variables that make <laughs> the tone what it is yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like you can mix you know back to the art example like if you're mixing your own paint there's literally an infinite scale in between like <clears throat> red and blue of that purple color that you want. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's actually infinite. Right. <laughs> and so right. it's kind of like that, where if you have like a drum tone that you just like really want to sound like, and you just like really get like fixated on that tone, like trying to make yours sound in a similar way is like, really hard because there's all these like little things and part of it is technique and part of it is equipment and part of it is you know all this stuff so 
<clears throat> there's that aspect that's really annoying, but like, <laughs> but that's where you kind of like this thing happens where you go, okay, I want to sound like this. And then you kind of take all the things that you have and you try to make it. And then you make like a new sound and you go, okay, I like this sound now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you kind of say, like you start somewhere and then you use the tools you have and then you kind of end up maybe not exactly where you want to go, but you're close, you know, or you kind of discover something new, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And I think, cause I've hear, I've heard stories of people who have gone like, Oh, I want to try and sound like the Beatles did on this album or whatever. And it's like, well, unless you're recording in Abbey road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a whole, (laughs) that's a whole other thing, right? That's a whole other, that's where the, some weirdness can happen right especially yeah. with like guitar or like drum like snobby people like oh he's the only way to play well, I've, I've talked about this before right like their only thing that's acceptable is like this one type of thing like right no no that's because then you get stuck into like well i don't i don't necessarily want to sound like that person i want to sound like me but like i want to maybe use some of the tools that they used right but like i want to sound different <laughs> sure yeah. and so it's one of those things where that's why it was nice to play with other people again because you kind of go ha i have these ideas for sounding like this and then they sound like fine in your house by yourself right but then when you mix them with other people's sounds and you know their proverbial paints if you will like it's kind of a <clears throat> like, ah, oh, is this standing out? Am I getting lost here? Is this, how does this fit in with what other people are doing? Like that kind of like challenge is just kind of fun to do, you know, just kind of, it's interesting, right? Like to try to mess around with that stuff and say, oh, this is a good, I'm going to try this. Well, let's try this scene. Well, let's do this now. Well, what about well, this? And it's kind of a different <laughs> drive too of someone who, who does the, like we kind of started off the discussion talking about the, integrating into a group of musicians and sounds like that's a different aspect of making music as opposed to someone who's in more like has more um you know solo tendencies or wants to go that route like that is yeah like that's a, a little bit more too and i think that also brings in a lot more of um, when you're doing it in a group it's okay how do i make myself sound good in this setting but also there's this wow. That, that collaboration effort too of, of making something totally different than yeah like making the group sound good right yeah. not just myself but like how does this make the group sound better right that's what <clears throat> that's the part that's interesting too you know and it's kind of like that thing and that's it's part of it's just you have to listen really good you know <clears throat> and that's that's a skill that's like very practiced like you can't just do that you know what i mean like you have to be good at listening that's the most important thing really is you can't <laughs> i've played with too many people who don't listen and it it will it would kill you like it's just <laughs> yeah, well and it's it's more than it's more than just are you in tune Right, it's like, are you matching the the style or where the song's going, or in- yeah, like 
and it's it's everything. It's uh, rhythm, stylistically, dynamics, right? That's a big thing, right? Because you just play like one volume the whole time. That's also kind of boring, right? You know, no, just loud, uh, just loud all time. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but also maybe not. It's <laughs> you just play loud. You play slightly less loud and then more loud. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. See? see, oh, look at that range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. Uh, I am guilty in my youth is not obeying the laws of dynamics, right? As a trumpet player, you don't want to do that. You want As to be the loudest person, clearly. clearly. That's how it works. Um, you do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, it, it struck me uh, just you know, watching you play, watching you in the group, uh, continuing that creative process. To, and I was like, oh, I, I wonder, wonder what he'll say because, um, especially to continue to do that, right? Like years later, and and moving forward, and to still find things that interest you about it and things that are challenging to you. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, that's kind of. Which is fun. I'm just trying to contribute a little bit. That's why I was mad that he videotaped that because I was like, hey, I wrote this song. And he's like, sweet, we're going to videotape it. I was like, we've practiced for five minutes. I think this is a bad idea. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. You're... You, had, you had two big thumbs up from the. From the... From the reviewers, so. Uh, that mad is the wrong word. I was like, dude, come on. Really? Right. What are you doing? Could I have a little bit of a break here? Yeah, we just, we just practiced this like one time. You're like, yeah, let's record it. Like, yeah. wait. All right, hold on. Roll tape, right? <laughs> Man. Oh, well, good. <laughs> and so that's, uh, that group is one that, uh, let's, plays periodically or yeah very periodically very periodically okay (laughs) i understood yeah it's been well you know it's been a little hard uh recently but with global pandemics and whatnot uh you know but yeah it was uh and then like there's all the scheduling is the hard part right because like one of the dudes is like a choir director, oh. right? And so he's like in the middle of like directing a musical right now. So like he wasn't there clearly. So like it's okay. <laughs> that's tough. And so yeah, right. So like <clears throat> the whole thing. So. <clears throat> well, Aaron, um, I need you to I need you to explain something to me. Um, in like five minutes or less. Um, what? Um, why? Why? Uh, why? Why Russia want parts of Ukraine? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, Is there like a quick, like five minutes, like real whoop, boom, in and out? <laughs> basically, so the the best way that I that I do describe it is. Um, what what was Putin's job during the Soviet Union? Uh, classified. Yes, unknown. Was he in the KGB? Yeah, he was KGB. He was in the KGB. So 
he um oh man, I even did a whole slide about this, really honestly. So Putin was in the KGB after the Soviet Union fell. Um he worked his way up and was became like the deputy mayor of like St. Petersburg or something like that. Um who was in charge of Russia at this time? Uh when <laughs> what, is, I need a year. This is the um Oh, like 1991, 1992. Oh, right after... That was uh, Gorbachev, right? Gorbachev, right? Nope. And then, like... Well, no, Gorbachev is the one who let... No. No. Uh, What's his name? It wasn't Gorby, was it? It was... uh, Did you call him Gorby? Washington. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeltsin. Yeltsin. Yes, Boris. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so... Gorbachev was right before Yeltsin. Yeah, so the good old dancing bear, um, as he was called in Russian, was the was the president, but he was like super unpopular, and like Vladimir or you know good old Putin was like, oh hey, like if only we had some strong figure. Oh, what's that? You want to vote for me? Okay, and so this is where the the Chechen war came into place because he's like, oh look what the Chechens did. They bombed our you know cities, which it was totally. Um, and um, destroying smaller city or the buildings in cities, and so you know, rinse, wash, repeat. Putin has been doing this kind of like, oh man, we're we're in trouble. Look at you know, look at we we need someone to str- you know strong to defend us. Oh, what's that? That's me. Okay, it's this. Um, he also kind of wants to bring, in, in my eyes, the the height of the Soviet Union back to its former self. He did the same thing with Georgia a few years ago during. Yeah, I'm still the doing the same. Yeah, Beijing Just more quietly. <laughs> yeah, and then only in 2014 he did the same thing with Crimea. Was like, oh, this used to be part of the Soviet Union. Oh, look at all these Russians in Crimea, which is mostly filled with um, Ukrainian Tatars. Um, and so it just just. It, in hindsight, just kind of wanting to rebuild the glory days of the Soviet Union. Well, yeah, um, he's using he's using the nationalism angle as a cover, but like you're right, there is this thing where uh, all countries want to be at uh, their border maximum, mm-hmm. right? And in in his eyes, the border maximum of Russia was the Soviet Union, right? Also, Even though it wasn't all Russia, but it was though, right? You know, what I mean? all, you, Ukraine right. also wants to be part of NATO. Which, yeah, and they want to be part of the EU real bad. <laughs> yeah, N- NATO was designed pretty much against the Soviet Union. He's like, oh, why, why would you want to leave and join them? And plus, he just kind of wants a little puppet you know, border state between him and the rest of the world. Ah, that's the um, other thing, right? The, one of the real reasons is that Russia has no natural border defense. Yeah. Right? There is no mountain range. There's no river. There's no ocean there's there's nothing stopping any aggressor from just like straight up marching to moscow mm-hmm. yeah. right we've seen it we've seen it in the past the literal only thing stopping them is january you know so like <laughs> <laughs> so the that the fact that it would be another like oh i can put more miles between me and yeah my enemies Right. In this case, like financial enemies like Germany. Right. Uh, If I can put distance between them and myself. Sure. Right. Plus, Ukraine also like 
giant farmland area. Right. As apparently, like, yeah, as we're finding <laughs> out, it's a bit uh it's a bit important to many uh many uh, <laughs> a, a thing in the in the in the world. Yeah. Well, like Stalin, it's Stalin also, you know, during one of one of his, you know, five year plan things, like took all of the farmers from Ukraine and stuffed them in the factories. And then when when you do that, you kind of forget about the farms and we're uh, yeah. we get to hold it no more. Um we're over like seven million Ukrainians died of starvation. Because yeah, that didn't work out well. The breadbasket of Europe. Yeah, and I think he also wants to increase his like uh, legitimacy of the Crimea thing, right? Because people sort yeah. of forgot, even though people sort of forgot about that. But the reason he wants that is Russia has no port at all. Right? They have like Vladivostok. Oh man, that's handy <laughs> on the <laughs> on the exact other side of Russia from. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So do you do you do you think he really miscalculated the time it would take? Because I was reading something where uh, they were saying like apparently he thought this was going to be over in like three days. Uh, get kind of like the Crimea Crimea incursion was, where he just kind of went in and everything was like okay, well never mind. Uh, did he really make that big of a mistake with this one? Well, I think so because like Aaron said, he's been doing this in other places for like years. Right, like the Georgia yeah. thing, like the those uh the caucus states, right? Kind of like Georgia, Azerbaijan area. Yeah. The other one that's over there. What's the other one? Georgia, Azerbaijan. There's three. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's done that there, like sort of like <laughs> casually moving the border. Like what? Oh, this is this is this is for your protection, and yes. yeah, just so on and so forth. Yeah, so he's I mean he's done that, but I think. I don't want to say he's like insane and or crazy. Like he is very, what's the word? Um, uh, where were you? Not manipulative. Where you wait for the right opportunity? He's opportunistic. Nailed it. Yeah, uh, sure. he, he is very opportunistic because what happened last time, especially with Georgia, was like the winter or whatever Olympics was going on, and then he's like, "Oh, well, you mean you guys didn't say anything while I was doing this." I mean, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Um, yeah. But I, I think with this time is that it, there's a lot more, like, larger world response. And, yeah, like, sanctions and a lot of these companies have been, like, pulled out of Russia. And that, that has hurt them. But there was also, with the other ones, there was, like, there was more support, kind of, like, within Russia. But, like, if you, like, there's a lot of people that, like, ask the Russians, like, how, how do you feel about this? And we're like... Why are we doing this? And that's where you see a lot of those protests that occurred in Russia, like outside of Moscow and like all these other places, like people like, oh, hey, this is actually like more of a backlash than what we were anticipating. Yeah. Well, I think he kind of buckled down really hard after about like 2011, right? Like when that yeah. when all that Arab Spring stuff was going on. You know, yeah, because he, he didn't power. Yeah, exactly. All the all these countries were like, all the populations were like really rebelling against like ultra controlling leaders. He was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, everything's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> like, and he like hammered hard on a bunch of stuff because he was like, nope, not happening. But there was protests in Russia then, and there was like lots of yeah. weird arrests and like all this stuff, and like, <clears throat> well, and so I think also like gone. It, it's always been kind of like a dip. Like every time there's been like a dip in popularity, he's always found like another target to go after. 
with like after Yeltsin, it was Chechens, and then mm. after that, there was like a few party things, and then after that, it was like oh, you know, going after you know gay people and like how they yeah. you know, they're the people they're the things that bringing Russia down, you know, actually kicking out millions of Jews and you know going after Muslims and kind of like all these like targeting stuff. And so yeah. it, it's I think people are starting to like should have been starting to catch on because he's literally been doing the same thing since like the 90s yeah it's just a different group of people right it's just like you're right and that's why the there's a lot of a muslim population in the kind of that caucasy area right Mm -hmm. there's like a weird there over there so that's another reason area where he's been like oh yeah they're not russian right this other kind Mm -hmm. of thing right seeing the people as other and so therefore dangerous and therefore doing this yeah but like you know so there is there has been you're right this time people are like this time it just does seem like really out of the blue like what what you what why did you do that like yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna invade ukraine now you're like what yeah uh, well, i also think that a lot of it comes from is angela merkel retired yeah there's a new german guy yeah, she literally kept him in check for like years because I was remember reading a thing of like the only per- person Putin like not fears but like <laughs> I won't do anything don't worry was because of Angela Merkel because she literally like scared him so much now I don't know if like that's kind of true but there's also kind of that timing factor of like well since she retired and everyone's focused on other things and he's like Slam. So, oh yeah, you said the word opportunistic, right? Yeah, very opportunistic. <clears throat> because like the one, like Germany is the power in the EU right now, right? Yeah. Financially, everything. Like they, and I think it. You know, he's like, oh, okay, well, maybe they won't do these things, and that you know, they're still like, even still, Germany doesn't have like a big military, you know, because you know historical yeah. reasons. And, uh, but like, and I don't think he, but he knows that if they decide to, he's in trouble, right? Because if, like, and so that's the other part. Like, if Germany really kicks in and, like, says, oh, yeah, we'll help fund some of these armies in, like, NATO, then, then, then they have problem, you know? Then there is somebody who can stand up to them, like, literally right on their door. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that, you know, that phantom aggressor, you know, that he sees as the, like, you know, oh, they're dangerous. Like, they're not really, but if you keep doing that, they will be. Like, yeah. You know, plus he's just really concerned about, I think you're right, I think kind of at this point in his life, he's very concerned about, like, legacy, right? Like, what is the legacy of, of him in Russia? And, like, I think you're kind of right, like, strong man, take yeah. Russian lands, you know. But, I mean, you know. That, that, that's been a very, like, a pattern with him, because he's always, he's always been seen as that strong, you know, the pictures of him, like, always, you know, with his shirt off, and, like, him just, like, doing, like, very heroic things, like, oh, look, you went swimming in the Black Sea and found this ancient pot, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's, that's kind of a very, like, dictator thing to do, like, uh, yes. Julie Bahamanov in, like, Turkmenistan, and, like, kind of, like, all those people, like, oh, look how strong I am, so people don't think that I'm weak. Um, 
And so the fact that like he does that, but he's also been kind of like he you know, like humble and tame. It's like, oh, he 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 won't ever you know misuse his powers because every year uh, when it's time for reelection, he like always steps down. But it's always like the same person. Like he'll be president, and then like he'll step down, be prime minister, and then like the prime minister will become president, and then like back and forth. And so he's like, oh, look at me, I'm doing such a good job, you know, mm-hmm. stepping down for my country. Oh, what's that? You want me to be? president again okay and then just you know cycle so yeah i mean recycle for show right like, yeah oh no <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah you're right the <clears throat> he's sort of uh i think you brought up a good thing a good point there he's sort of like bolstered by some of his uh kind of what southeastern neighbors right it's like kazakhstan is just like that dude's just crazy yeah right like <laughs> if you look at a picture of the capital of kazakhstan tell me a crazy dictator did not build that city right <laughs> just look at it yeah you go what on yeah. earth <laughs> Like, this country has nothing in it, and this is what the capital looks like? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and kind of those states kind of have, like, a very weird kind of thing. And so he's sort of, like, still kind of, like, hugging them, you know, giving the old Soviet hug, right? Oh, yeah, comrade. Yeah. So. <clears throat> kind of bolstering oh, yeah. them so that he has no problems over there. Just letting them do whatever. Saying, oh, Yeah. yeah. Act that's this buffer between him and like anything from that direction, right? <clears throat> so he has cold and cold and distance. That's the only buffer he's got. So yeah. on the other side, though, he's freaking out about European Union and all this stuff. And so, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so, so, so if he, t- so just hypothetically, he takes Ukraine. Um, isn't he then just literally now actually touching, uh, uh, the EU, uh, with, with yeah. the border? So, so is he, is his, is he actually trying to take the property or is he trying to convince Ukraine to remain neutral and not join and kind of like bully them, <coughs> strong arm them into a more neutral position? Well, I think, see, it's not necessarily that he's bullying Ukraine into doing that. Because Ukraine wants to be part of the EU, right? They want to do this. But by doing this, he's looking at France and Germany saying, don't let them in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what he's doing. That's the other part of it. He's using them as like, he's like beating up Ukraine, but he's staring at Germany while he's doing it. (laughs) Saying, this is, don't do it. Right, don't let them in the EU. <clears throat> They're under my. I got them. Right, they're mine. But Ukraine's like, no, don't. We don't want to be here. No, no, no. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it's pretty weird, right? Like this is very like. I feel like this is a very like seventeen hundreds thing to do. You know, like imperialistic. Yeah, right. This is not like a. This is not like a twenty first century move. You know what I mean? 
Like that's the other, th- this brings me to the other part and Aaron will be able to uh, confirm this statement. But like, when you sort of like look at the history of Russians doing things, you just look at basically every decision they've ever made and gone, why did you do that? Mm. Right? Like, <laughs> Russia has always been very like backwards because there's always been kind of that, hey, let's, you know, let's be more modern. And then they do something modern. And it's like, that's not the kind of modern we're talking about. I mean, good try. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it and just then a seems few years of stagnation, and then like, hey, you know, Peter the uh, Great. Uh, no, yeah, Peter the Great. And it's like, oh, let's you know, let's all shave our beards and your or your and you know, not wear coats and let's remove serfdom. And you're like, I mean, I mean, yeah, but like not wrong. But like, <laughs> what? So it, there's just always been like this weird, like, like, hey, look, we're trying rest of the world, and they're like. Mm, no it just it just seems like bizarro world right like russian history is just full of like huh that you went with that huh okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this this whole like flexing on ukraine to like intimidate germany this is a very like colonial thing right like imperial like czarist russia situation right it's very that part is very like czarist where it's like oh yes i'm gonna do this or it's just it feels very like kind of i don't know end of 1700s early 1800s like napoleonic almost right i feel like napoleon would pull something dumb like that right like i did do that i guess right with like like austria like Hey, look what I did to Austria. Or like, look what I did to Italy. Yeah, Germany. You see that? Yeah. Stop it, Prussia. Uh like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's it just it just seems like really out of touch with but you know, if that's he's going for like you said, strong man, you know, like really bizarre czarist flexes seem to be well, the- in line with that way of thinking. That kind of makes sense. Um, well, no, it, kind of, it makes perfect sense why on like day three or whatever, he told, he, he put all of his uh, nuclear forces on like highest alert. Um, and to me, that that was kind of like, it seemed to come out w- really strong. But basically, I guess what he was saying was, this is not for anybody else, right? Like, the world doesn't need to be involved in this. This is just between me and the EU right now. And, um, <laughs> like, trying to deter um, a more offensive approach to it so that he could get them to that point of submission, uh, basically, right? So that it didn't get over too fast. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the the ultimate, like, problem with nuclear weapons is like if you just use them like that like oh gee come on man like you're just like put all all your like cards on the table literally and just say yep this is what i'm willing to do stay away from me uh-huh you know what i mean like <clears throat> it's kind of the ultimate deterrent that's why north korea so desperately wants them right because they don't and they have like well i mean you know, unconfirmed, but what they don't like, <laughs> they have, they don't have that ultimate bargaining chip. So yeah. if somebody's just like, yeah, we're going to just take you over now, just shut uh-huh. up and go away. Yeah, they like can. they have nothing to stop them. 
right? That Saddam yeah. Saddam Hussein did not have them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, North Korea looks at that and goes, uh-oh. Uh-oh, right. Okay, it's bad. <laughs> Look what happened to that guy. Look what happened to Gaddafi, right? Look what happened to these guys. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So... But but also I was reading that like some of the U.S. like generals are responding to that and they're like, dude, they're always on high alert. I don't know what he's talking about. Sure. Like, he's- <laughs> yeah, nothing new. It's just like no, no, more high alert. More. Yeah, he's. Like, I was reading. Yeah, one of them was like, that's just how they are. Like, sure. There's do they do like ours are like that too with them. Like is what. Well, it- yeah, he's not saying anything that's like surprising. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how does he? How does he back out of this? How does he? I, how does he get out of this? Because I'm looking at this. I'm thinking like, like I don't know, like like save face or whatever. But like, what is the? What's the off ramp for him it, to to get this de escalated? Um, which I know, like if you read through the art of uh, war, like one of the things they talk about is the need to give your opponent an off ramp so that they can like they can take it right without getting that defeat um what's it what's it in this case yeah i don't know because uh. <laughs> yeah because i'm like this is way past what i think most people were thinking because whenever he first went i know i i people were like oh he's going to go into the dombask in the whatever region um, and then he literally kept going, and everyone was like, "Yeah, he's like oh. going for Kiev, yeah, right?" Like, and everyone was like, "Oh, wait, what a minute, what, what, what?" <laughs> um, and now he's, you know, he's in it. It's kind of deep. Uh, and things are bad, like real bad for them, uh, for their uh, e- economy and all sorts of stuff. So. <laughs> I just I think about this. I'm like I don't know what it even looks like to get that pulled back. Yeah, I don't either. I think he's going to be fighting tooth and nail for like all those Russian malware dollars. Like the ransomware dollars are going to be funded. Oh, <laughs> sure. But like, yeah, I don't really know. Right? Like, I don't know the way out of this because some of these sanctions are like extreme. Oh, right. We're like seizing property and like kicking people out of owning the Chelsea football team, right? Like this is oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening. So like it's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's good, right? Like McDonald's closed down every restaurant in Russia. Yeah. Which there's some they just got those because that's what that was the big thing when the Soviet Union I was gonna say there's some Opening up Western powers, the first thing they got was McDonald's. There's some deep irony here because yeah, people were <laughs> so happy uh-huh. that yeah, one of the first Western businesses in there was McDonald's, right? Like, well, and the fact that they're like literally turning like Visa was like no cards, just like any <laughs> cards don't work. So it's like it's not just the the oligarchs uh, and Putin, yeah, but like literally families going to go to the grocery stores were like, Oh, I don't have access to my money anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh dang. Like that yeah. is, that is serious. And so like, I, I don't know how far he goes with that. I don't know how far he says like, yeah, who cares? And he turns into like a weird, big, colder North Korea. Right. Like we don't need your internet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't need your, 
whatever. But like, you know, I'm not trying to be like pro capitalist or anything here, but like you kind of do, right? Because like the world economy at this point depends on big things like that. <clears throat> and having like as dumb as this sounds like having a mcdonald's in russia is like it, aaron's right it was a huge thing for the russian economy after 91 you know and if you've spent 30 some years depending on that instead of having your i mean you have your own restaurants obviously but like nothing like that and then you just like rip that out of there Eek. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> and so they produce a lot of natural resources, but nobody's going to buy them. I mean, China will buy them because they don't care, but like, yeah, they're in the same boat too, right? China's all like, oh, we hate capitalists, <clears throat> except for we don't really, we need to buy the thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, in as much as we <laughs> love capitalists, we hate them. But it also, you know, it is creating some weird, strange bedfellows because um, Putin has come out strongly against communism, right? And like how he doesn't think it's good or appropriate. And yet here we are. Um, but again, words, you know, mean one thing, actions mean another. So. Yeah. Like it's one of those like, hey, if you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone things right that's kind of what I'm their sure. agreement seems yeah. to be at the moment right like just like <clears throat> so that's a whole other bizarre situation but like it's very it's very odd you know yeah. and like at least, at least and I, I, you know I'm yeah I think I don't know the I don't know what his exit strategy here is other than I don't know if he even has one. I think it's like take Ukraine, right? I don't it happens. Like yeah. I like <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like I feel I don't know. Like I feel like you just can't let somebody do that. You know what I mean? Like no. surely 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 like as much as you don't want to make this conflict more like you cannot just like watch a country like take over another one and be like yeah it's fine don't worry about it oh sure yeah. you know what i mean like this is not the 1800s africa we we should not be doing that right we're not just gonna be like oh yeah you can have that it's fine like <clears throat> it's very perplexing you know and like some of the responses have been like slow, you know, with some of the stuff, but like, <clears throat> like you can't just sit idly by and like watch that happen. You know what I mean? And be like, oh yeah, we'll just let them take it over. It's fine. <laughs> it seems really odd that you would do that. So yeah. like <clears throat> you gotta do something about it. Cause that's not okay. Just be like, oh yeah, there's there's bombing people. It's fine. Who cares? Like, no, don't do that. It's an idiot. You can't do that. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think that's that that response. Um, 
how quickly it came, I think definitely shows the um, what the world thinks. I mean, not all of the world, but a good chunk of the world um, basically said what they believe uh, how how a country should or should not act, um, and they're going to try and do what they can, as opposed to without I get without getting uh, involved. Militarily, yeah, I know, and it's hard because like they're the they're still the big scary boy on the block, right? Yeah, right. Like it's different with them than it is like other people, right? Because if like another country was doing that, you'd be like, yeah, no, blam, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where NATO would just be like, <laughs> no, stop it, you know what I mean, like. <clears throat> If it was a smaller country or a different country or countries in other parts of the world, like you just go, no, 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 but like (laughs) they're like more dangerous because they do have a history of like really bad bad decision making, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, go. (laughs) So you can't just be like, no, we're just gonna drop some troops in Ukraine and be good, right? Because even though you could do that. That's not going to help anything. So, like, no. <clears throat> it's almost, it almost is like, uh, like the extreme sanctions almost, you know, it's, it's slower, but it's almost like, a, it makes more sense because, like, you, you're literally telling somebody, like, listen, you can't afford to do this. Like, literally. Yeah. You can't afford to do this. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, <clears throat> and who knows what reserves they have, but they're not exactly like just a giant booming economy anyway. Well, no, yeah. well, so, you know, that's, that's interesting that you say that because, um, I, I guess this is again, just a general, general <clears throat> ignorance of, of, of countries and operations and stuff. But right. Like I had a vision of them as, um, uh, as a superpower, as a global superpower, and as these these you know big baddies, and then they were like, no, like their economy is kind of like that of Florida or New York, like they're kind of at that level as far as like GDP. Yeah. And I was like, holy moly, that's yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is yeah, the GDP is not great. Like, yeah. well, it's because of all those sanctions that we've had for the past ever. Because we've we've always had some like form of sanction on them in some way, shape, or form. Because it's always like, all right, we're going to do this. Russia, good. Like, oh yeah, of course. And then they do something, and we're like, now I got to put another sanction on you. And so it's just it's always just been like a thing where we've had to had to keep sanctions. So yeah, their their economy has been very tanky. Uh, for the past several years. Of- yeah, but I mean, even before that, like, they never really got off the ground after the Soviet Union collapsed, right? Like, yeah, there was not a good transition from <clears throat> Soviet planned economy yeah. to free market economy. Yeah. Because basically, one just disappeared one day. And then there was literally nothing. Yeah. And that's why a lot of Russian people that are like, 
that live in like very rural Russia, not like the Muscovites or like the St. Petersburg denizens, right? People that live like yeah. in the middle of nowhere Russia, you will often see them talking about like, yeah, the Soviet Union was great mm-hmm. because they had a job and a house. Yeah. Boom. 100%. 100%. Everybody had a job and a house. Every single person. And now they have like a wagon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because the Soviets did such a bad job of being like their quote unquote planned economy. It's very odd, right? Where they chose to put things was like weird. Like you, I don't yeah. know what you <laughs> like. All the resources are over here, so we'll build our factory 150 miles away from that. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Perfect. What? Why I... would you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? What else well, like, do you need to know? <clears throat> yeah, so all these villages and stuff that had jobs because they were part of this, like, big convoluted thing. Mm-hmm. Like, when the big extra convoluted thing went away. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to have a job there because it literally didn't make sense. So now they're just like, yeah. mm. <laughs> now I'm stuck here <clears throat> in this place that was being funded, but now it is not. It was making like gloves or something, you know? Yeah. Because they were like, here's a village, here's people, what can we make here? Uh, gloves. Boom. Let's do it. <laughs> it literally made no sense for there to be a glove factory there. But because they were planning everything, of course, again. Planning, planning air quotes uh <clears throat> you just threw it there and then whenever they realized yeah we can't actually make money doing this uh we have to move somewhere else then everybody's like oh what now yeah <clears throat> and so the transition from that to normal quote normal economy after 91 was never real great anyway so we didn't they didn't exactly hit the ground running uh in their transition either so the fact that yeah they they do all this stuff and then you're like what's your gdp oh zero what (laughs) so the like very surprising countries have bigger GDPs than Russia, right? Like yeah. wh- what? <laughs> I gotta find the list again, but like uh it's very very odd. <clears throat> well, I uh I'm glad I saved my question for you. Uh I appreciate the the insight. So, well, don't quite. This is weird. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> that's for sure so I would just say I've always found Ukraine to be a fascinating place uh, and it's very saddening all the stuff that's going yeah, on no. here right now like, I really don't like it oh. it's very upsetting just cause sure. I don't know there's just something really interesting about it and it's really cool <clears throat> all the stuff I like to learn about it is Ukraine and it's got it's own very interesting history that's very diverse and separate from that of Russia. So, uh, <clears throat> hopefully, this nonsense can find some sort of conclusion. I don't know what it yeah. could be, but <sighs> it's, yeah, it's bad times. 
That is... That's an understatement. For sure. <laughs> well, we will need to uh, bring together maybe good news or actually get our challenge off the ground for next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and do that then. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, you both enjoy your evenings. You stay warm, and we'll, we'll uh, do. We'll do do whatever yeah, it is we do next time. All righty. Okay. I like it. Love you guys. Love you too. Love and love you, Ukraine. Love Shout you, Ukraine. out. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Bye. <laughs> Bye.